The drive to go further and reach higher. The same thing that inspires you, inspires us. At Strayer University, we're always searching for new ways to make education more affordable. That's why we offer access to up to 10 no-cost gen ed courses to help you save time and money so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. No-cost gen ed provided by Strayer University affiliates of Field Learning. Eligibility rules apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. This episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. The Slaying Self-Doubt Prayer Journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your copy today. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slant Self Doubt Podcast. I am here with Nicole Fingers from Fingers and in Ink. How are you, Nicole? Very well. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. So um, everybody who's been listening to the show, y'all know that this uh, segment or this these interviews that we do, we talk about talking to other women about their self-doubt journey. And so um, I'm always honored when other people reach out to me because it is just, it, it continues to just blow my mind how God is using this, uh, this platform because it, this ain't what I wanted. So thank you for, <laughs> well, I didn't know that I wanted it. Let me stop saying that. It ain't what I wanted. I didn't know that I wanted and needed this. Um, but thank you so much for reaching out. And so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started? Yes, definitely. I'm Nicole Fingers. I'm the owner and lead creative stylist of Fingers and in Ink, which is a fine invitation and stationary boutique located in Arlington, Virginia. We are brick and mortar. Oh, um, nice. We'll actually be celebrating 20 years of um, being in business. Let's in go. May. I'm so, so, so excited. Um, I can't tell you the, the, the milestones and pitfalls and all the many things that um, I've learned on my journey, but I'm just so thankful to have this story. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, native Washingtonian um, went to college at the Ohio state university. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Actually I'm an engineer by trade. Wow. Stumbled upon the love of paper and design. Mm. And um, it has just t- truly been my passion to meet people during their most um, happiest and mm-hmm. celebratory occasions. So I fell in love with it. It fell in love with me. And I guess that's the reason why I've been in business for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Like when you, you say engineer, how you go from what, what was the initial 
plan, right? Like what, what, what did you initially envision? Because we all know that there's lots of things we start out doing, whether it be because people say that's the right way to do stuff or, you know, we think about having this conversation with my uh, son the other day. And, you know, we always ask us, where are you going to be when you grow up? And I used to be like, I had no idea, but I was like, as a girl growing up in the eighties and nineties, it seemed like you could only be a teacher or a nurse. So I just went with that, right? Like that was it. And that's what I would say, but it wasn't my desire. It wasn't anything that I wanted to do per se, right? But how did we get, how did we get here? Got, well, my dad is an engineer. Okay. So I work with my dad and theoretically, that's a great career. Mm-hmm. The money was fabulous. And I actually worked in, you know, in television production and behind the scenes, which would require my engineering degree right? Um, for some time. Again, money, great, but it just wasn't my passion. Mm. And I did both, you know, work to pay for the business. Yeah. You know, that little dance, that song and dance. And then I just had to, my, um, my tax preparer told me, he's like, when are you going to start playing, stop playing business and be a business? Wow. And that resonated with me so much to the point where I really had to put a strategic plan together and say, yeah, I need to do this because it, it, I wasn't fulfilled Mm -hmm. and it didn't make me as happy as I am now. Like it doesn't feel like work. Mm, yeah that's 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 a different that's a different feeling right and what I what so I'm just going to say what I hear you saying is that you didn't it wasn't that you didn't dislike your job you enjoy being an engineer but it wasn't fulfilling you right which I think sometimes is very difficult for some for some of us because I felt the same way when God called me away from my job I was like I like it I like the people here I enjoy what I do like it didn't feel like it wasn't but this this does this doesn't feel like you said it doesn't feel like work it doesn't feel like I I I, I'm, I I've never said like oh gosh I gotta go interview somebody oh I gotta go coach somebody oh I gotta go to this event I'm like oh god like I can't wait to whoever's supposed to hear whatever I have to say whatever I'm supposed to however I'm supposed to be connected to this person and when you when I think about it I'd be like how many times I go to work and I'd be like I know it's gonna be a record emails I don't feel like having this meeting dang I gotta let this person go today what time am I gonna let them go it's gonna be the end of the day it's gonna be at lunch like all of the stress of the ins and outs of having a job that you love is different when you're operating in purpose and in passion because you just you can't see yourself doing you're just excited about it every single day so I I, I feel you you I understand you. and yes. it's hard for people who don't have that same passion about what mm-hmm. they do to understand that it doesn't feel like work like I get to meet again people at the highlight of their whether it's them having a baby whether they're getting married they bought a new home they've adopted a child they're yeah. just so excited about life yeah. And I learned so much in culture from them. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel, I feel so fulfilled. And yeah. my husband often says like, are you coming home tonight? <laughs> <laughs> 
you know it's seven o'clock and you know with the time change of it being light yeah longer mm-hmm. i look up it's eight o'clock and i'm mind you i've been here at my at my studio for at least it's eight so i'm like i'm doing 12 hour days but it doesn't feel like it a doesn't feel day. like it yeah no and that that is so um it's so important to like recognize that because I think even for those who don't operate in their, you know, not always operating in their passion or their purpose, they don't understand how the time gets away from you, right? You're not there because you're catching up. Now, sometimes we are, but <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, you're there because you're still creating. Like you're in creation mode. Like when I used to be at work and I was there past the time, it was because I couldn't get nothing done and I had to meet these deadlines and oh, let me just hurry up and get but I was rushing to get out of there versus when I'm here in my space, my husband's like, you're going to come upstairs. And I'd be like, one more thing. I just got to, I, it's in my head, my brain. I just got to write it down. So I have learned. So I got all these post-it notes over here that I just write stuff down. And I just like, when I get to that creative space, I just be like, okay, I'm going to do this later. This going to come later. So no, I, I totally understand. So in this journey of all that, like transitioning, um, or even doing them both at the same time, because we have a lot of entrepreneurs now out that are doing the the nine to five grind and the five to nine grind. Um, how has self-doubt showed up in your journey? Did you hear that ad at the beginning of the show? If you're a business owner looking to expand your reach, you can promote your company or product with a host read pre-roll or mid-roll ad by me on the Slang Self-Doubt podcast. If you want more information, email info at FeliciaWallace.com. That's info at FeliciaWallace.com. Now back to the show. The self, uh, wow, that that's an amazing question. And I've heard <laughs> you interview, I've heard your interviews in your podcast and it's, it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody has that, that self-doubt and how they actually maneuver through it. Yep or live with it. And yes. I think we all, it's sometime, you know, I, even 20 years in, I still have self-doubt mm. on some certain things that I'm not doing things this kind of way. And I think it's something that I live with and work through mm-hmm. to get to the next day, to yeah. get to the next year to, you know, like those. And I, and I try to work myself in quarters. Mm, okay. To, to make sure that I'm leveling up and elevating to not stay stuck in some, in certain areas in my life. Yeah. So that that's most helpful for me. I work in baby steps. I mm-hmm. work in chunks and quarters work the best for me. I've realized that. Oh, that's good. That's good. So when you transitioned into like, so I would imagine, cause in my mind, I'm just, you know, thinking like when your tax preparer said that to you, what was like your initial, like, feeling of having to make that transition because that's a big step right because money like you said money yeah. was the first thing <laughs> money was off rip it was money I said I have to get my finances to, to, together to be able to feel sustained mm-hmm. enough to do this just by itself yeah so that was number one money and then I think the confidence of actually saying this is what I do, you know, no, not being shady to the nine to five who do the hustle, but I, you know, it's always, I always get the side eye from some people who say, well, you know, that recession happened. How do you feel about that? Like, wouldn't you, you felt better if you had a nine to five? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but 
you know, if I prepare properly, I know that I, you know, the pandemic, I was very lean, but that recession that happened prepared me for this pandemic. Mm, mm. So had I not had that experience, I really, honestly, I don't know, but that recession that I experienced. Yeah. No, but I think that that's important, too, because we don't necessarily understand how all parts of our journey are connected to certain situations. Right. Um, and we, you know, in all honesty, like you say, I, I would think that for everybody, the first thing is money when you leave in a, a full time <laughs> benefits paying <laughs> job you like now what are we going to do right and I've shared my story and that that when we made when my husband finally was on board with me leaving like we tried it out like what would it look like to live on one income right what would it look like for us to just see what happens now what we weren't expecting right you weren't expecting a pandemic but like you said because we had practiced it it, and we knew that nothing else was coming when everything kind of slowed because Steven stuff slowed down for him as well and things changing and then the, the prices of everything goes up you have like you said you learn how to operate differently versus just leaving a full-time job and like trying to figure it out in the in the midst of that so I definitely um I, I agree with that some of that preparation that we don't understand why it's happening after the fact like just like you said like Oh, no, I, I know why I went through that. Um, I remember a sermon that I listened to. It was like back in 2017 from Elevation Church. And it was saying um, he did three different ones. I'm trying to remember the one I want to. Oh, uh, he said, um, I'm glad it happened. Right. There's lots of times where we'd be like, oh, God, just get us out of this. Let me get through this no. space. But then you look back like it had to, oh, it, I'm glad it happened and it had to happen. That's what it was called. It had to happen. All of those things had to happen in order for me to be here, because now I'm sure that, you know, now you can sustain anything. I'm good. Yeah, I like I'm like, and, and so when you get to that place where you like, I'm not worried anymore, like we're straight like this is in a, you know, where everybody else was all over the place. And, you know, I've been hearing people already saying like, it's another book shut down about to come this, that and the third. But OK, well, that's not my business. That's what I keep saying. You know, like I'm gonna do what I need to do. I'm good. We're straight. Like you said, the same thing, like we've been through whatever we need to do to prepare us for that season you take those lessons and you keep moving with them, right? You sure do. I mean, I, I think of it differently in, in respect to people, when people say, why is this happening? Sometimes you just want you, you say that, but you understand that you come out better, so much better and wiser mm -hmm. on the other side from having those experiences. And I, when I mentor young entrepreneurs, I often say, you know, cause they, you know, Social media yes. <laughs> you know, is like everything to these people. And, yeah. and, and sometimes they don't get favorable feedback. And mm -hmm. I said, you need the unfavorable feedback so that you can sharpen your, your tools and your skills to be better. It's not always looked at as bad. Yeah. It can be looked at as like growth, how I, you elevate. Exactly. And I think even to, to saying that is that when 
everybody needs feedback. Restaurants need feedback, right? We need, we, schools get feedback. Like everything that you do when you're servicing other people, you have to have feedback because you don't know everything. You, no. Everything you do is not correct. Everything you do is not, is not right. And everybody's not going to like that. And that's okay. But to your point, how you receive that feedback, you take it as just that, you know, versus somebody's, thought and now you got to change it up right we talk about I've, I've said shared often that I started out asking people like well what you think about this and then immediately somebody said I now in my mind myself that was like well maybe they right versus now I say can I get and I get your feedback thoughts you know okay you give me feedback but if I decide I'm going with the red <laughs> instead of the white that's my business <laughs> but I had to learn that right like it's like oh okay well thank thanks for your feedback I don't agree and I'm just and that's a lesson that was growth for me to not sit in a corner and just cry about whatever feedback or uh criticism that I was Mm -hmm. getting it I had to really say okay just take it as growth do what you will with the feedback yeah learn from what somebody is saying from because you know you if you can take the praise, you gotta take the criticism. Yeah. So it's so they work together. Yeah. No, I I totally agree with that. So, what have you learned about yourself during this journey that you didn't know before? Uh, that I'm far more resilient than I thought I was. I really didn't see myself as if somebody said that it about me. Mm-hmm. Girl, you're a resilient person. You're powerful. You stand in your truth. I would have been like, who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> but I I really, really am. And you, you know, to be an entrepreneur, you have to have all of those characteristics. You yes. really, you have to be able to walk in it every day, no matter what. You it's a thick skin to this. Yeah, it I I have I have learned. <laughs> this is not this this is this is it's not I'm not gonna say it's hard but it's also not easy right it ain't for the faint of heart it ain't for the, it is not because you come up with so many different challenges every single day that you are responsible for one way or the other right and um it, like you said er, earlier, it could go well, it cannot go, it could be received well, it cannot be received well. And then you're, you know, you're kind of in that space of like altering things, changing, whatever have you, but it's draining. It is, but it's also so rewarding. rewarding. The, mo- the moment that you, it, it's all worth it. Once you get that one person or you see, for me, it's like having the, the, um, the one person who I talk to a client or something and I can see their transformation. I can see them moving forward. And I'd be like, all those things, all the times that I was stressing out, trying to figure out, is that send the right form? Did you the right questions to ask? <laughs> all of that stuff that is like, no, it's working. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I have to remind myself that it's not even about me to begin with, right? Like this is a God thing for me. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, I'm just here. If I'm truly being the vessel, I'm actually putting more pressure on myself by saying to myself, like, oh, you should be seeing some type of outcome. It ain't even my job. Like, I have to learn, mm. you know, I need to mind my business because mm. whatever work he's supposed to do, I, I might not, I'm not, might not see anyway. You know, I'm just supposed to plant the seed and he'll water it or somebody else will water it. That's, that's not my business. So, and talking about that, like, Stepping out on faith and following your dreams. What does that mean to you? See, and if I said this, 
I'm going to be very transparent. Come on, let's go. This is crazy (laughs) because I started this business. My husband wasn't even working. Mm. We were newly married. I started this business. I was working, but working, him unemployed, me trying to do a business. People thought we were crazy. But it's crazy I knew until it happens. <laughs> they were like, are you serious? And it wasn't like I was doing the home, but I had a studio all these years. So oh, so you I, were always brick and mortar. Always brick and mortar. Oh, wow. So the thing was like, really? You really going to do this? You really going to get a storefront? And you like, what are you thinking? And I don't know. The Lord take care of babies and fools. I promise you. Every because... single day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I had no business. Like, I didn't go to school thinking I was going to actually be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I had no business savvy. Everything I learned was self-taught. Yeah. So I, I, that's just stepping out on faith. You can't step more out on faith than that. And it actually work being faithful being consistent being steadfast got a lot of people praying for me mm-hmm. and want to see me succeed i that kind of story you're not supposed to be in 20 years yeah that's not supposed to be the well the it is because he writing it right like oh like- i know <laughs> but you know the naysayers and the typical people who yeah. you would tell that who would actually write that in spielberg it it's not supposed to be like the good ending yeah but it really has it has really and i and i believe it's because of all the prayers i believe it's because you know if it was up to me <laughs> i don't know <laughs> We would not be here, okay? We would not be here. But you know he's had his hand in it, so. Yeah, and I think that that's so important that um I, that we have a tendency, and I know, you know, I've fallen, have fallen victim to this plenty of times, Um, but even knowing that this is, you know, a God thing, like, you see stuff moving and you won't put your hand in it, like, Lord, you know what, you go work on them, okay? I'm going to, I got you over <laughs> here. Just don't even have to worry about over here. And so when you're in those moments, let's talk about, like, when you put your hand in it and you're trying to make the things work when you know, well, later on, you kind of figure out that's the reason why you shouldn't put your hands in it. (laughs) But for those people who are listening and they're like, yeah, but, you know, I can make it go faster. Because sometimes the, the reality is, is that when you're stepping out on faith, it is slower than you think. Right. Because I know when I left, I just knew when I was leaving my job. Everybody kept saying, well, what you going to do? I was like, I don't know. But God, God told me I got to go. So whatever he going to give me, he going to give me on the other side of this resignation. And he didn't give me nothing on the other side. Of so, so I'm over here like, well, what am I supposed to tell my husband? Because, I, I, Lord, me and you had this conversation. You supposed to tell me now what I'm supposed to do. Because he looking at me like, OK, well, now you're gone. Well, now what did he say? He didn't say nothing. So maybe I'm supposed to break. Maybe I'm supposed. I don't know. So how do we get through those moments where. Yeah. How do we get through those moments? That is hilarious because I, you know, when I talk to young entrepreneurs and they say like they are and I love it because they're passionate and they're like, yes, I'm going to mm-hmm. get all the business. And, and I'm like, OK, <laughs> it takes time. Mm hmm. 
I know you know you exist, but everybody else don't know you exist. <laughs> right, right, and right. That takes time. I promise you, I would in the first like three years, I would pick up the phone and say, Does this thing work? I know I paid the bill. <laughs> Why is somebody calling me? <laughs> Do people see me? Are people walking outside? Like, do they not know? <laughs> and it in 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 my mind, I wanted everything. I wanted mm. all the business. Mm-hmm. And I would pray for all the business. And I'm like, and now in hindsight, I'm so thankful that I didn't get that business because mm-hmm. I, I I because I wouldn't have been ready for it. Oh, let's talk about that. Yes. I would not have been ready for the influx of all that he would have given in my in my mind. Mm-hmm. I want everything. I wouldn't have been prepared how to work, how to have a work schedule, how I, the demand, mm-hmm. my sourcing. I wouldn't have been ready. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, it took me seven years to realize that. But it was like, oh, thank you, Lord, that you did not give me everything I asked for when I was asking for it because yeah. I would not have been even been ready to handle what I was asking for. Yeah. And I think that that's the difference between, you know, we hear, you know, preachers say often our time and then his time. And right. He if, if it is his plan, it's going to come to pass. Right. Like it's going to happen. But we want it to happen because what I, I what I have learned is that because we already told people. Right. <laughs> like, you know, so when people ask, like even now I'm in like my third year. And so when people ask, oh, how is Slay self doubt going? And I'm just like it's going you know because what you expect to be able to tell them is like it's flourishing you know I get to retire my husband we we going on vacations like all these things that I'm like Lord you say we was building an empire can I at least get the E like where, <laughs> where, <laughs> oh, where can can we but I am learning like this right here is the pruning season this right here is the the preparation that you talked about you know, going through the recession and then being able to handle the pandemic, right? This right here is the time where I have to build character, where I have to be able to, can I handle the influx, right? Because we think, like you said, we think that we're ready, but really what happens when you get old and people, do you have the time? Do you have my keyword bandwidth? Yeah. Do you have the bandwidth Mm -hmm. to be able to provide the same amount of the same quality of service mm-hmm. that you would do for the three people that you have for the 35 that you have absolutely yeah and if you can't you ain't ready you ain't ready and I think it's, it's so it's so different because people look at when we look at entrepreneurship sometimes I've had conversations people look at entrepreneurship as a whole like anybody who's doing any type of business but I'm like service-based and product-based are two different things, right? And then even in products, it's still different because if you have something like you use like t-shirts or something like that, if somebody is outsourcing that work, they're not doing the work anyway. They may be doing the front end part and whatever you see. But if someone's in the people who are in there pressing shirts every single and they got two people, they just pressing shirts in their space, you're not going to get it in, in a two to three day delivery. You won't get it in 10 to 14 days because you have one person working on all of these orders. Right. And the same thing ain't on top of that. What kind of quality do you want? You want to you want a rush job or do you want to be able to say you had a great experience? And I think sometimes we have to as entrepreneurs have to know, like, 
what kind of service do you want to provide? You know, in, in coaching, I'm like, oh, Lord, I want to have, you know, 20 clients a week. And I had like my first four in one day. And I was like, nah, Jesus, I'm good. <laughs> four is enough. Because I, I didn't recognize the amount of energy it took from me. And I was like, I can't, I don't, I don't have the capacity. Like I was, when I was, I was drained and I was like, yeah, that's not going. So then I had to change my thought process of saying, okay, I can do. And then I'm like, well, I definitely can't do clients and podcasts on the same day because it's a different energy. When I'm on a podcast, I'm upbeat. I'm this, you know, when I'm coaching, it's a little, I mean, I'm the same, but it's a little bit more, mellow right I'm you know not as upbeat but I'm just like but I'm also getting people's stuff and I know how I've received that but like you said in those in this time is when you're learning about yourself and this time you're learning what you can handle and what you can't handle because if 35 people was at your door (laughs) and you wasn't ready what you gonna say what am I gonna say what can I what can I I, it's nothing I can really do for you half of them would get some service, service. <laughs> <laughs> right so then imagine that imagine you rushing to be able to do this and then having to turn people away and say I can't and I, I don't see that serving anybody right and you know so I think that that's also and then also just the 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 understanding that when we're doing this everybody isn't your client right we want all the people but we want the right people I want the right people, people. I want the people, Lord, that's going to pay me full price. I want the people, Lord, that's going to do the work. I want the people that's going to be appreciative of what it is that I'm doing. And sometimes those people aren't here yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And that takes time to figure out a rule. I have like rules now that I have mm-hmm. for my clients, but they were established because of all the history and as you're coming to realize, okay, I can't do four. Mm-hmm. I only take three clients on Saturdays. And people are like, why would you only take three clients? That's do you know how much money you're missing out? But it's draining. Yeah. My creativity taps out after three. Yeah. And I always think of it as like, you imagine, remember, I well, now I don't, but and I have it in over 18 years, actually, um, being in like a, a hairstylist, right? And going to the hairdresser. And I remember being a kid and having to be there at like six in the morning, but my hairdresser wasn't ready to two in the afternoon and overbooked and people sitting there with their stuff on and we got so used to it. And I'm just like, I don't understand that. So the minute when I, I had locks before. And so when I finally went to somebody who honored my time and was like your appointment's at 10 and you're gonna be out by 12 I was like now wait a minute I can't go back to nothing else but she again to your point like she knew what she could do overbooking yourself does not serve anybody it doesn't serve you it doesn't serve the client they may walk out with a, a good you know they may walk out with a nice product but are they gonna come back not me I'm not no no <laughs> I remember that sitting in the hair salon for hours, mm-hmm. like all day. It was like a project. No. Why? I, why? And, and, and as an adult now, I'm trying to figure out why. Why do we? Because we want to be cute. Right. For me to get crimps <laughs> or for my mother to get a flat iron. Like, I'm just like, this is like the easiest thing ever. Like, they just, she just flat ironed your hair. There's no curls. There's no setting. It's, it's just a flat iron. Like, why are we here eight hours? Okay. Sure. 
<laughs> I couldn't do it when I made my own choice. I was like, nope, we not, we not. I, I'm just gonna be natural. Yeah. I'm not gonna do do that. But you want to give what's best for the client and for yourself because yeah. if they don't get a good you, that's you are your business. You represent your business, and and I tell you, you get more people who will say negative things about their experience mm-hmm. than the positive ones. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. And so as you were talking about your bandwidth and we're talking about capacity, like what are some daily practices or rules that you uh, uh, abide by after 20 years of being in business to maintain that? Like to, because seasons come and go, there's shifts in our, you know, our personal lives, which will also cause shifts in our, you know, in our businesses or whatever. Like what are some like three things that you kind of stick by to make sure that you are managing your, your, your bandwidth? If you've been listening to this podcast or following me on social media for a while and you're ready to start your journey to healing or you're ready to confront your doubts and insecurities, there are three ways I can help. First, you can download the journal prompt from my website. Use this as a guide to get back on track with where God is calling you. Secondly, you can go to my website and purchase the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Using this prompt and journal will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. These questions will force you to dig deep and find your fears. Lastly, if you're ready to invest in your healing journey and work directly with me, book a 30-minute connection call with me today. This allows us to see if we are a good fit for each other. So head on over to my website, www.feliciawallace.com to do one or all three of these. That's www.feliciawallace.com. Now, back to the show. I try to have a great work-home balance. That's okay. one rule number one. Because I will bring work home, even Mm -hmm. though I try to make sure work is work, home is home. Yeah. I try to take two weeks out of the year, just no work, just to just get rejuvenated. Mm -hmm. That's so helpful. And I really try to just take some quality time in the mornings for myself. Yeah. Um, No phone. Just a walk could be 10 minutes, five minutes, just my time. That is just me. And that's it. Yeah. That's helpful. Those things have really, they've gone a long way in me being able to sustain myself. Yeah. And I think that when you say that, like everything that I heard was about you, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of times we, we try to, uh, put parameters around other things and other people but really it's about us right and then like you said you are your brand you are your business and so the boundaries or the fences need to be around us like what does what does that look like and I think you're right um I I totally agree with taking time for yourself right and I I don't think that um it's different I think like when I was at work at I don't think I thought about it, right? Because you no, want somebody we didn't else. Have to. Have, well, we didn't have time either, right? Like you want somebody else's time. You got to be there at eight, eight o'clock in the morning. You have to show up. This and then you just kind of are going through the motions of the day. And now it's like everything is intentional. Like I, I don't want to be rushing. I don't want to, you know, I want to make sure that I'm in the right mind space when I come. Let me eat before I work, right? Let me take care of myself. Let me, like we're like being more intentional about the choices that we make so that we can show up as our best selves for our clients. And so I think that that is, I agree. It's very, very important. Um, and doing the nine to five too, once you, I think once I got off, Mm-hmm. I was off, like I would check out, but I do know that I 
I don't check out. I still may be thinking about something or I get mm-hmm. an idea and I got to write it down, but I'm not as checked out as I was with the nine to five. Oh, I see, no, I, that. no, I was, I, I worked from home. I would leave work. Maybe I would have dinner and then I'd open my computer back up and I would work more into the, into the evening. Yep. Like it was it. And that was the reason why I, I knew that I was like, I, for other people who was like, Oh, you, you when I thought about it, like, maybe Lord, I could do both. I had to realize that job required so much of me. I couldn't. I, I just, I literally, I couldn't, it it just took up too much. And some of that was on me, right? I had enabled my staff and the um, physicians that I work for to just depend on me. And so would you, mm-hmm. I mean, if they was texting me at 11, uh, Felicia, I can't close this, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, I mean, oh, like, why are you asking? Why are you asking me? I don't, you know, there's certain things that were my responsibility as the leader. And if they waited to the last minute to do their stuff, then I have, because now you want your money. So now <laughs> I got to drop all your bills at 11.59 p.m. so you can get paid next. Now, but Ma'am. you, <laughs> sir, I'm going to need you. Come on, please. You, ugh. It was, it was, so that was like consuming, like literally. And then, and then, having direct reports was mm. you was everything you was their their leader their therapist their sister their mama so there would be times like hey, you have a moment to talk I know it, it, tomorrow oh, okay okay you know so there was no way I could do both like I there's literally that set no way. you up for right here that yeah. sets you up for what you which wow and that's why I say we don't know why we go through certain things right we don't know what God is preparing us for but when I knew that there was uh I I knew that there was more coming and I knew that there was a call on my life I just didn't know what it was I showed up in my job differently I showed up in my job as a coach I showed up and I didn't know that that's what slant self-doubt didn't exist yeah, but God knew, right? And so when you, like you said, when you think back and I, I'm like, I, when people ask how long I've been doing this, I'm like, I mean, unofficially, I've probably been doing this 15 years, right? Like, because he was already calling me to this. He just said, now it's time for you to go and do it in, in your own strength. And so mm-hmm. some of that is like having to remind myself, you've already been doing this. This is not, this isn't, anything new like you it just looks different right mm-hmm. um but yeah so let's talk about all things fingers and in ink um what do you have what what can now you because we know you a brick and mortar right and we can come down there so what can we get from you girl <laughs> custom invitations um i specialize in wedding invitations but i do social invitations as well so nice. my, those milestone birthdays um, the sweet 16s, 50th, 40th, the um, baby showers, graduations are really big right now. Yes. Um, so yeah, we specialize in custom invitations. Nice. And so when walk us through the process, does someone, do you, once they know they're coming in, so, you know, we're about to hit graduation season. If, uh, well, we're in the midwell. So yeah, just before you know, because right, a yeah. lot of those graduations are Mother's Day. Yeah, so right. So we we right. That. That's why I said we right here. So yeah, um, with it being you know graduation season between May and June, what would somebody expect if they came to your brick and mortar to the fingers and ink down at <laughs> Arlington, VA? Okay, um, so y'all got to be local to the area just so y'all can see it in person. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but I do. I actually take um, orders that are, you know, domestic, international. So okay, then. See, she international. So you can, you can, you can, uh, you can log on. Okay, we'll put all that information in the show notes. But what can they expect? It, like for me, I'm a person that like I don't know what I want. I just know I need a a a invitation. Okay, whatever <laughs> occasion it may be, I would definitely talk to you. I'd like to have a at least a a voice or a virtual consultation just to get mm-hmm. a feel of you, what you like, what your goals are. Sometimes you learn so much from people just by where they shop, mm. what the, what music they like, what, where they eat to see like, okay, this person's colors, they like patterns, do they, you know, are they risk takers? Are they more conservative? And then I'm able to put together a package or a presentation of inspirations for them to see as far as designs for invitations, for invitation suites. And Mm. we don't just do the invitations. We do day of uh, stationary as well. Um, Personal stationary. Uh, This is April is National Letter Writing Month. So I always do a challenge every every April of 30 because it's 30 days in April, 30 Mm -hmm. days, 30 letters. I am up to 20. I'm up to 20 letters already. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Just to get people writing. I mean, people don't write anymore. The yeah. art of writing is depleting, but mm-hmm. I always try to campaign and cheerlead for that because young people don't know how to address envelopes and don't know how much a stamp is. And- Listen, let's not even get into that. <laughs> I, my, my son was a, you know, he, uh, we he's old enough to get a, a bank uh account and so oh, she was okay. like get his she tells him like i need you to sign here and so he went to print and i'm like no a signature and so he like what and so i'm like so i do my signature i'm like cursive like and he was like i learned that in like the, the second grade and i'm like they don't teach cursive no then i said no because you know what even before this, they were on computers, but definitely since the pandemic, they do everything in, in in Google Classroom. So everything is on a laptop. So they're not writing anything out there. Type. I'm like my youngest son. They would well, they both do the same thing. They do all their math on a um little notepad wow. inside. So they're not actually right. So I've had to like, okay, we're gonna have to practice y'all signature because y'all gonna have to learn how to sign because you gotta yeah. sign documents, right? Yeah. So no, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah, I have to, yeah, it's... yeah. No, but I really uh, you know my nieces and nephews, they all they all have personalized stationery. They always are writing because I'm like they might text me, thank you, Auntie, for that. And I'm like, I send my address send me a card yeah so you you can send it back to me thank you thank you very much I love that though because I think what it does is like you said like the art of writing I even notice sometimes I'd be like trying to write like what's today like how do I make a r how do I make, you know what I'm saying because you just if you're not I, we're used to texting in shorthand right I using uh, uh abbreviations or um acronyms right and we just and a complete like, thought a complete sentence never is four like letters losing it <laughs> so that's the reason why i challenge people for 20 days it could be a card write a note something to yeah. make somebody stay because imagine you get something out of the blue from somebody that you didn't even expect other than a bill mm-hmm. you'd be excited like wow they thought about me today yeah yeah i always think it's interesting when i see like certain like letters come or stuff or like even cards or people mail cards and i'm just like you know 
they, we've gotten so accustomed to just like, like you said, a text that's like happy birthday. But when you get a card in the mail, you're like, oh, okay, somebody actually went to the store, purchased a card, you know, bought a stamp, sent it to me. Like you, the thought goes into it, it makes you feel all warm inside. <laughs> I know. I know. I really, I, I truly know. And even with invitations, when people receive a really good invitation, they're so excited. Like, mm-hmm. wow, they really, and it's an investment to, to get something like that and have it go to all your guests and they yeah. should feel special. Like I want to come and celebrate with you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so awesome. So do you do like greeting cards or you do stationary? No, just the invitation stationary. I do personal stationary. Personal like, stationary. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, and you could, you said day of, so somebody, so I could come in today and be like, Hey, I need. No day of stationary is like when you go to a wedding or an event and they have escort cards or place cards or cocktail Mm -hmm. things like that. I do those things. Okay. 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 That's so nice. They get full service, full service, full service. (laughs) (laughs) So this is also a graduation and wedding season. So you have to be busy, busy. I am busy, busy. It, it really is. This is, but busy and profitable. Yes. Those two have to go together. They, they have to go Can't together. Maybe busy and not profitable. So, <laughs> yes. Well, praise the Lord. We are uh, going into this next season and people are stepping out and having events and doing all of those things now. You know, so thank you so much for uh, joining us today. So, how can people connect with you? How can they find you if they were there ready to uh, get their invitations? I know a couple of people just get married. So, I'm going to go ahead and send them. Send them your stuff, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fingers and ink. We're on all social media platforms. It's fingers in ink. F is in Frank. I N G E R S I N I N K at uh Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Okay, TikTok. Yes, I'm trying to still get that get the hang of. I love TikTok. It it's going like going down a rabbit hole, but <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. Them, them clean talks. I didn't bought more stuff. <laughs> I did not understand what people like TikTok made me do it. My husband was like, what is this? But I was watching a TikTok video and they said, if you put these two things together, I could clean this corner. Like he'd be like, what? <laughs> but I, I, it works. Whatever they say, do it oh, all works. TikTok is, oh man, I could sit there and that's on some like next level. I am totally going to just wipe my head of any thought and sit there and just I'm Doop. with you look I'll be <laughs> recipes all that stuff I just be like mm, try that oh. yeah that look good oh man did they make a salmon cheesesteak okay then you did, that, did that just happen yes yes <laughs> but I, I love it I love watching people's create but like you said it's mindless right like you're just watching people's creativity you ain't got to think of nothing but I'm like we got dinner for the next next couple of months <laughs> <laughs> and a clean house how about that <laughs> Oh, this is so much fun. Thank yes. you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, I reached you out because so welcome. you are doing such phenomenal work. Uh, I, I just, I'm so, I had to reach out and say, look, I, I would love to talk to you. I, oh, I know I have, it's, it's, it, I think everybody has a story, honestly. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they've been in business 20 years, 10 years, everybody has a story. So I just wanted to definitely um, meet you and share my story uh, with some people. Well, thank you. I appreciate it because I, like I said, we never know who we're meant 
to inspire who we're meant to impact or encourage so when god said you know you're gonna put some women on i was just like well Lord, who gonna come on here and talk to me and every every week people keep showing up so i just be like well i guess you know you know like again if you want to do this that's fine so i i'm grateful i'm thankful that you wanted to share your story and i know whenever people hear this you know they will be impacted by the by it to know like like you said sometimes you just gotta step on your step out on faith follow your dreams do what you need to do and and stop what i my takeaway from today is stop acting like a business and be a business okay because there's a difference it's total difference it's totally different there is a difference (laughs) you can play all day (laughs) yes thank you so much y'all the um, information will be in the show notes um so y'all can find her all over social media and you can find her um, on the tiktok you maybe find her she may be liking some of y'all stuff y'all you'll never know um shoot the both of us might be out here the way (laughs) way we be on here (laughs) thank you so much nicole thank you All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.